When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Female supporting actor, motion picture. Divine joy, The best male supporting actor in any motion picture. Robert Downey Jr. Best performance by a male actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. Jeremy Allen White. For best performance in stand-up comedy on television. Ricky Gervais. For female actor, television series, musical, or comedy. Ayo Adebari. Best performance by a male actor in a television series. Drama. Kieran Culkin. For best motion picture animated. The Boy and the Heron. For best director of a motion picture. Christopher Nolan. For the best performance by a female actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Emma Stone. Best performance by a male actor in a motion picture drama. Killian Murphy. Best original song, motion picture. What was I made for? For the very first time ever for cinematic and box office achievement. Barbie. Best television limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Beef. Best television series, musical, or comedy. The Bear. For female actor, television series, drama. Sarah Smith. Best TV series drama. Succession. A male actor in a motion picture musical or comedy. Paul, Paul Giamatti. Best motion picture musical or comedy. Poor things. Best performance by a female actor in a motion picture drama. Lady Gladstone. Best motion picture drama. Oppenheimer. Yeah, Oppenheimer and Succession were big winners last night. Yeah, they did all right, Big didn't winners. they? Big winners. Yep, yep. Big fun. Big fun at the Golden Globes. Nobody got slapped, but somebody did get the evil eye from Taylor Swift. Oh, boy. Okay. So Joe Coy made Joe a joke. Coy. Yes. All right, let's listen. All right. See what he said. Welcome back. As you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to. Here. Sorry about that. Camera did cut to Taylor. That's pretty funny. Who iced her with her eyes while taking a sip of her wine. So she wasn't happy about it. And people are making a big deal out of it. But you can easily make the case that Taylor is just going along with the joke and pretending to be mad. Who knows? Well, the secondary laugh from the audience was them seeing Taylor on the big screen after the joke. Sure. Yeah. I was telling Jen, though, I, I don't know how much you guys watched, but I watched like the opening monologue and a little bit like into it. But it just felt like you weren't allowed to make jokes about anybody. Oh, like, you can't. It it's always been that way, you know. But it's worse now. You think it's worse now? Yeah. I mean, it was like 
kids, you know how sometimes like they go and they pick on certain people. They'll be like, Tim Timmerman's here tonight. Tim Timmerman hasn't taken a shower since Barbie was number one. Ha ha ha. But no one could laugh at anything. Like yeah. if like he po- at one point was like Kevin Costner's in the house and everybody was like. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Yeah. Well, he was pretty honest about his monologue, I guess, when a joke about Barbie fell flat. The key moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite and flat feet. Or what casting directors call character actor. <laughs> That's funny. Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, <laughs> shut up. See, yeah, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> Slow down. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. Look. <laughs> but, that, but see, That's as funny. a viewer, I was laughing. Uh-huh. But nobody else in the room was laughing because they were so serious. Well, and they almost don't dare because... They you, can't say anything about anybody. Well, if you laugh at somebody else's joke about them, if they crack a joke about Tom Hanks and you laugh about it, you're afraid Tom Hanks is going to be mad at you for yeah. laughing. Will Tom Hanks be mad at you for laughing? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was like that the entire, I watched probably an hour and a half. you think it's gotten worse since the slap? Do you oh, think it's because yeah. of the slap? I don't know. I think that, I think the writer's strike, I think the Hollywood culture, I think the culture of the world where you're not allowed to make fun of anybody. Everybody's a little edgy. Everybody's no. like super nervous. Uh, Joe Coy did go blue in part of his monologue, especially when referring to the manhood of one of the actors in the film, Saltburn, which Tim and I have both seen. Where's Barry Keoghan seated? Where's your penis seated? (laughs) Down front? That was the real star of the show. If you haven't seen Saltburn, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about, so watch it. Then you'll understand what I was talking about. And then right after that, watch Barbie. And then you're going to be like, something, something's missing. And then watch Maestro. And you're like, oh, there it is. It's on Bradley Cooper's face. <laughs> I was watching Maestro. I was like, that thing was dancing in Saltburn. <laughs> so what I've is, seen what all is three, the... and that's funny. But see, Bradley Cooper, so they show him. And he kind of is like, oh, dude. Like, he, I don't think he was... Not laughing, but he was also Ugh. laughing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like his oh, reaction was typical. Yeah, right. how I felt like somebody maybe getting burned would have reacted. Well, explain In the old joke. Hollywood. Okay, right. so explain the joke. Why? What is? What is? What is <clears throat> the whole premise of the? Well, so in Saltburn, you see frontal, so okay. you see a man's Which uh, is penis. Super rare. You do. Okay, and uh, it's a three-minute dance scene. Oh, so it's not just a flash; it's there no, for a bit. Right. Uh, which is something that you do not see in Barbie for obvious reasons. Right. Uh, and then in Bradley, Cooper Bradley Cooper's the... movie, he's got a very large nose, which uh, that's what I think yeah. he's referring he to. Is. Sure. Yes, he the is. Prosthetic. So uh, this is not an impressive naked dancing scene. Oh, no. It's impressive. I mean, it's, oh, okay. it's solid. Oh, okay. He's endowed. He's doing good. Okay. I'm sure there's nothing no to be embarrassed I'm about. I'm sure there's no, no complaints. Okay, got yeah. it. You know what I read about that movie over the weekend is the song from that dance scene. Oh, I'm waiting for that to it's just in the be top trending. T- it's in yeah. the top 10 now. It what came out it? in like something about murders. Murder on the dance, murder on murder on the dance floor. floor. Yeah, it, I think it came out in 2012 or 2000, something like that. And they were like, it has. It didn't even do this well when it was like out, I guess. We may have another know. Kate Bush on our hands. Yes. Oh, boy. Here That's we go. the whole point of this article I read. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Fun ride. 
Saltburn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I guess Will Ferrell got one of the biggest laughs from the crowd. Uh, host Joe, Joe Coy had mentioned earlier in the evening that they were serving sushi with dinner. <laughs> and much later, here's what Will Ferrell said when he was presenting with Kristen Wiig. <laughs> smells like hot sushi in here. <laughs> Am I the only one? Right? No, it's yeah, hot. it's hot. It's like hot sushi. I, don't know. <laughs> well, I thought have. they were funny. It must have. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, that's that's what made it funny. Yeah. <laughs> but as for the awards, Oppenheimer won Best Motion Picture Drama, which you know I I saw that was a lot. Yeah. It was loud. Remember how I was complaining after I saw it? How it was either too loud or I couldn't hear anything. Oh it was yeah. Funny. Because I saw it. In the IMAX mm -hmm. theater, I remember you saying that, and a lot of other people weighed in, so they had the same the same trouble. Uh, while Cillian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., and director Christopher Nolan took home individual awards connected to that movie, uh, Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower Moon became the first Indigenous actress to win Best Female Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. That was cool, too, because when she accepted her award, she did part of her acceptance speech in. Blackfeet, I guess, is the native language mm -hmm. oh. that comes from. It was really, neat. it was really neat, and I guess that was the first time that's ever happened mm. at a, at like this award show that anyone has spoken in Blackfeet. Uh, Barbie lost out to Poor Things, starring Emma Stone for best musical or comedy film. I believe that's playing at Kenwood right now. It's on my list, uh, but. The star of the movie, Poor Things, Emma Stone, won Best Female Actor in the musical or comedy category. I like her. I think she's so cute. HBO Succession was named Best TV Drama, while Kieran Culkin, Sarah Snook, and Matthew McFadden uh, took awards for their work on it. Uh, the Bear, which I think I watched like the first three or four episodes, and then, and then my Hulu trial ran out. Now, is that a drama or a comedy? It's a drama. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I, it's I, very good. It's it makes But it's me, exhausting. Yeah, and it makes me very anxious it watching does. it. Like, it. Like, Jeremy went to, like, a real kitchen to learn how intense the environment is being mm -hmm. a chef. Worked on technique. Yes. For and authenticity. I'm, and I'm going to tell you what, when you watch it, you're like, you feel like afterwards you need to take a break. It's yeah. very intense, but yeah. it's good. It's and, really well done. And Kristen worked in restaurants before, so. But it has a lot. I mean, it has some funny parts. Seeing her wince and react to it. Like, yeah. you can tell it's. When he's chopping. There's like, <laughs> but the intensity and the pressure, like, she feels it. To get it on the plate. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of the actors from that show won awards for it. It's a good show. Yeah. Mm. So, I don't know. You know. A lot of people, like some people, when they see the nominee list for the Academy Awards and they kind of watch the other award shows to see who's winning, like yeah. the Golden Globes, yeah. if that gives you any idea what the Academy Awards are going to look like, that might compel people to go out and see some of these movies. Maybe. Maybe not. Although, with Oppenheimer being the big winner, man, that was just not my favorite. No? no. You were disappointed in that? You would have rather seen Barbie win it? I don't know that I would have 
No, I I would have preferred like past lives. Was that nominated? Winning. I don't I think, know. I think it was up for some awards. I feel like it, it was, but it didn't win anything. It was really good. Do you think, let me ask you this about Oppenheimer. Do you think if you went and watched it at your house again, like at a tone that you felt was more comfortable? I don't know that I love Christopher Nolan's directing style. Okay. uh, Which is funny for me to say that because I loved Memento, which is one of the movie that essentially put him on the map. I thought that was so good and creative and well done. I just haven't loved his stuff really since then. But that's just me. Um, I don't know. Killers of the Flower Moon. A lot of people said that should have won. But I haven't seen it. I'll tell you, I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was starting to show some of his partying, too. Like, he looked... Starting to age. Well, it's the first time I felt like I really looked at him and was like, whoa. That... Wow. Like, he, yeah. He looked a little bloated. Like, maybe he had partied too hard Mm. at the Chateau Marmont the night before. A little swollen. Mm -hmm. And also, when they showed Jason Bateman on the red carpet. He has so much hair right now. I don't know if he's working on some sort of role or something, but he had this massive full beard and his hair is almost down to his shoulders. Oh, wow. Yeah, he looked totally different too. And everyone was real excited because Jennifer Aniston brought back her Rachel haircut. Did she? Yeah, she has like this short, cute little bob. Oh, nice. Jen, did she bring a date? No, she walked solo. <laughs> but you know who also made their kind of debut, but not debut, is Timothy Chalamet. He walked the carpet by himself, but inside he did get together with Kylie Jenner. And they were there was like all this gossip about, oh, she snuck in the side door, but they did sit together. And it's trending that the two of them were making out at their table, too. Oh, nice. At the table? At the table. At the table? Oh, come on, They shared people. a smoochie. A little discretion. All right, so let's talk Kelly Clarkson. She's got a couple of kids, you know. Nine-year-old River Rose, seven-year-old Remington Alexander. Of course, these two kids with her ex-husband, Brandon Blackstock. And she will not let the two use social media under any circumstances. She says social media is really hard on kids, especially those with parents in the public eye. She said, my daughter was like, well, what if dad lets me? She says, I'm like, well, you're there four days a month. Enjoy that. And right now he is not letting them do it either. He says, she says, I'll listen when they're older, but until they have a solid argument, it's a no. It is a no. Mm. Our How kids are at seven and nine years old. Are they on social media at seven and nine? I hope not. I don't know any. I mean, I guess I don't, I know that I know a couple of kids that are seven and nine that do have the cell phones, but it's very limited access. They can call mom and dad and that's pretty much it. Yes, and it's mostly just because of like sports practices or, you know, after school activities. Mm-hmm. Man. Penelope no. want one? Uh, I think she I could get. give or take it. You know Does what I mean? Does she even know what like Facebook and Instagram are? I'm assuming no, but a little bit maybe. She watches YouTube Kids. So we have like a parental control on the YouTube Kids. Mm-hmm. And often she will mimic social media influencers that she sees on YouTube Kids. So I think she's aware, but she'll say she'll say things when she's mimicking them, like like and subscribe if you want to blah blah blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think she's aware of like the verbiage of it, but not what it really is. Yeah, and mm. she's six. Uh, meanwhile, there's an op-ed in the New York Times alleging that Taylor Swift is part of the LGBTQ community. 
which is a rumor that's been going around for Forever. a decade at least. Despite her long list of male lovers, uh, the writer who is queer insists that Taylor has been dropping hairpins throughout her career. But you may recall in an interview she did with Vogue back in 2019, she said she aimed to be a good ally to the community, but is not a member of it. Well, one of Taylor's associates trashed the article saying... Because of her massive success, there is a tailor-shaped hole in people's ethics. This article wouldn't have been allowed to be written about Shawn Mendes or any male artist whose sexuality has been questioned by fans. There seems to be no boundary some journalists won't cross when writing about Taylor. Regardless of how invasive, untrue, or inappropriate it is, all under the protective veil of an opinion piece. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Never really gave it that much thought. Nope. <laughs> I wonder what that would do. I wonder what would it, if it would have any effect on her career at all. If after things don't work out with Travis, if she started dating a woman, I don't know. Or do you two think? or three people at the same time. Wouldn't that be something if she was like a if in a polyamorous relationship if Taylor Swift yeah. <laughs> had a boyfriend and a girlfriend and the three of them all lived that together. That would be awesome. Sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> sure, why not? All right, so Jodie Foster isn't afraid to let her feelings be known about Gen Z. She says they're really annoying, especially in the workplace. Oh. Jodie Foster Jody weighing Foster in on the Gen Z. In. She said, they're like, nah, I'm not feeling it today. I'm going to come in at 1030 a.m. or in emails, I'll tell them. This is all grammatically incorrect. Did you not check your spelling? <laughs> And they're, and they're like, why would I do that? Isn't that kind of limiting? Oh, God. But <laughs> she doesn't hate him. After all, she's got two sons in their 20s. She just wants to help young actors, quote, learn how to relax, how to not think about it so much, how to come up with something that's theirs. Not everybody agrees with Jody. One person says generations is a false construct. There's endless human variation in every age group, divisiveness, silliness. Another says, ah, the boomers moaning about laziness and can't stand the idea that this gen are way ahead in their attitudes toward work and giving away too much of themselves. <laughs> it's yeah. tough, though, when you're trying to run a business. Yeah. I would imagine. Well, I, I hear that. For, I, you know, I have several friends that own or run businesses and, and they, you know, they, they struggle. There is a communication disconnect. And they, they have a hard time. <laughs> Figuring out how to to manage, meaning yeah. they they almost feel like they need to over communicate to they, get their message across. Not, well, they're just not quite sure because the words that they would usually use somehow get lost or aren't taken sense. the way that they're intended, or, and they they just have to they have to change all the ways that they communicate with them. Hmm. I remember one time, so when I was working a radio station, radio station appearance with this radio station I was working with someone of this age group and um I was like hey you know do you want to turn on the music and he goes oh, I didn't bring the music I go well what do you mean you didn't bring the music because when you do appearances there's typically like a speaker system set up you got a tent you got the logo everywhere for the yeah. radio station Be you're representing and there's because we're music a radio key, keyword key there radio station yeah. right so i said where's the did you what's like you know where's the music he goes well it wasn't marked on the box checked that i had to bring the music i'm like 
we're a radio station. If anything, the right. only thing you bring <laughs> is the music. And he was like, oh, no, they didn't mark that I had to do that. And I was like, oh, God. And I remember frantically calling Scott, our promotions director, like, I, like, get in the car now with the music. We're playing my iPhone. Like, come on. Yeah. But that might have been an example of, you know, something very literal. They need the exact direction. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sometimes need to be prompted a little. Yes. So check all Take the some boxes. Initial. Let's use, let's employ some common sense. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else? Anything else on the e-news no, front? That's- this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, Julia. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? Great. I literally call every morning on the way to work for like a year now. Oh, gosh. Just in case, see if I would win. Well, today is your day, and today is the prize you want to win. That's right. Because it's tickets to Mean Girls and a $250 gift card to Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. Okay? So after a year of trying, let's hope you don't screw this That's up. That's right. Don't <laughs> mess it up. Pressure's on. All right. Oh, my gosh. I'm so, I want to see this movie so bad. I told my boyfriend I'm taking him on a date and didn't tell him where. Oh, that's so great. All right. Yeah. So here we go. Is the real okay. one A? A man stripped naked and did a cannonball into a Bass Pro Shops aquarium. Is it B, woman protests Hobby Lobby being closed on Sunday by stripping naked and running through the yarn aisles? Or C, guy upset over cost of oil chain strips naked and pees on tires? Definitely A. It, I feel like people do weird things there. You got it. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Way to go, way to go, way to go. Wow. Yeah, so you're going to the movie and you get the $250 gift card yeah. to Mitchell. That's pretty big, that too. That is amazing. Yep. Uh, so, as far as the story is concerned, there's a temporary new exhibit at a large Bass Pro Shops in Leeds, Alabama. Uh, if you go to the aquarium, you might be able to see a naked man swimming with the fishes. Last Thursday night, 42-year-old man George Owens crashed his car into a pole in the parking lot of the Bass Pro Shops. Then he got out of his car, stripped off all of his clothes, ran into the store, <laughs> and did a cannonball into the aquarium in the store. Oh, God. Later, he walked over and stood under a waterfall. Naturally, the other shoppers were stunned, whipped out their phones, got some fun video with that. Police showed up. Before they caught him, he jumped into the water a second time and then slipped, fell, and knocked himself unconscious. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
No way. It's unclear if he was on something or if he had some kind of breakdown, but he was evaluated at a hospital for mental issues and then booked into the jail. He's been charged with public lewdness, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer, criminal mischief, and reckless endangerment and whatever else they can think of. (laughs) But for now... Stick with these. Yep. This video is insane. It's yeah. insane, I tell you. I might post this. I'll let you know. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's nude. Right. Okay. <laughs> coming up next, uh, as the clock ticks past 7 o'clock, your chance to win two tickets to the Kelly Clarkson show in New York. Plus, we'll throw in a couple hundred bucks in spending cash and tickets to see the musical Wicked. How much fun would that be? That would be awesome. That would be incredible. Uh, Make sure you download the free Q102 app if you haven't already. Got a couple of minutes as we take a quick commercial break. And while we're doing that, sign up for your free Q102 rewards account. And then listen for how to win the trip to New York in the new year with Kelly Clarkson. Coming up. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.